Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz. Trades, woo, trades. Uh, it's finishing today. It's finishing today, but of course we're not recording this uh, and uploading it before work on a Wednesday. No, we're recording this Monday night, so uh, we gave ourselves the extra night to to see if some trades would go through. And Cam, trades went through. Trades went through. I, I feel like if we recorded last night, we would have had like two or three things to talk about. Uh, and in the group chat, you've you've been going on about how you've wanted to talk for a long time about Liam Jones, but. That, you know, I feel like now we can talk about Liam Jones and other people. It's going to be great. Yeah, the idea of Toby Bedford, whoever that is, uh, very yes. exciting times. But I'd say that the biggest bit of news that's going to affect fantasy uh, is is starting to be reported, and it's it's not a trade. Can the uh, potential move to a fifth interchange player? Oh, really? I haven't seen this. Okay. It's just starting to come out today. Um, I think the the Sun are uh, reporting it, so take that right-wing extremism for what you... <laughs> what no, wonder you no wonder you've read it and I haven't. Well, yeah, it came, well, it came through. Yeah, it came through. <laughs> it's actually... Well, it came through with a rather... There was a couple of emails come through, Cam, because uh, I did... Uh, post on the Draft Doctors account. Uh, me and Baby Fizz went to the AFLW match. Uh, shout out to Warney for the for the codes. Thank you very much, great man. Um, but of course, too woke, too woke. Ooh. So uh, Credders uh, has sent through an email saying Credlin and the Fizz uh, no longer can't happen. Oh, but no. um, but also apparently. Uh, uh, now I have a perfect strike rate of social media posting that I attended an AFLW match. Uh, the Grattan Institute called Cam, and they they've offered me a podcast uh, for them. Yeah, good. Yeah, so Grattan Institute is just right right in the wheel bag. <laughs> I have no idea what, what what's the Grattan Institute for people who may not know, which I totally do for some reason. It's, well, it just seems very woke sort of oh, thing to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, no Where you get, going with get your diversity on cam. Um, yeah, so five interchange. Hmm. That's in, like because they did mention it, and I feel like it's just going to go full circle where they'll be like, "Oh, we need a, you know, what, my guy got injured in the first quarter, so we only had four interchange players. We yep. need another medical sub, and then it's six interchange players." Then, yeah. Well, I just don't think. Why can't you have your whole list on the bench? Yeah. Right. What's well, that is the only possible way that Lloyd Meek is getting a game next year. Oh, tough scenes for Meeky. Yeah. Yep. You hate to see it. Anyway, I just I think it's massive. I, I think it, it'd be huge. Potentially huge. Like it's, you've got to think that it benefits those guys who can play really high time and ground in the midfield. So Lockie Neal, for example, you know, played what the whole second half of one of the Brisbane finals. Yeah. You know, those type of guys who can stay out there and consistently stay around the contest will be really beneficial. Wingers could see an uptick. Like, you know, guys like, um, who's that bloke that runs up the wing all day on for the Demons? Anyway, that guy. The Demons winger. 
Ex-Dockers player. Oh, Ed Langdon. There we go. I'm for some reason thinking of Will Langford. I'm like, <laughs> remember Will Langford? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Not not good things. Right. Yeah. What are we doing? Trades. Yeah. I um. It can't be good news for our old mate Will Brody. Yeah. 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 It's true. Anyway, yeah, we're talking trades and the fallout surrounding said trades. So we're going to go through in order. Jeez, there was a lot of shit. Thank God we held out for today, Cam. Um, So Carl Eamon. Carl Eamon left uh, as a free agent to Hawthorne and he's actually been as good as you could want from a wingman, really, the last Mm. couple of years. Hasn't missed a game. Averaged mid to high 90s uh, across both seasons. Uh, Massive gap, not gape, massive gap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on uh, one of the wings out of Port Adelaide. <laughs> Speaking of gay, no. <laughs> oh, the Grattan Institute just emailed. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Credlin's got you back. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. So what's the fallout, Cam? Carl Aiman. Uh, well, I think a lot of Eamon's points came from role. So he was playing a lot. Yes, he was on the wing, but he was sort of playing off the back of stoppages as well. Um, and you'll see sort of towards the end of this year, like they knew he was out and they stopped playing him there and he scores dipped uh, pretty significantly. So I, I think if he's got a similar role at the Hawks, he could be good. If he doesn't, he could just be another winger. So he might go back to you know 80 to 85 average type type player yeah it was pretty significant shift for Eamon like Port were about as fantasy friendly as it gets Hawthorne just complete shift yeah yeah correct so I mean it'll be one that I I wouldn't I'm not really keen to draft him next year I'm happy for someone else to take on that so you're probably just looking at the Port Adelaide side who's going to fill it I think we spoke about Dersma I think it was your pick actually as well yeah yeah, Keane, I think Dersma's going to fill it. It probably steps up uh, into that role. And, you know, you're going to have guys like, uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later anyway, but Horacio Fantasia, who will probably play more than his zero games that he played this year. Next year, um, I mean, maybe, but he'll fill some of the wing time as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, so the next move, Bobby Hill went to Collingwood. Yeah. Nah. Probably irrelevant for fantasy. The next move. Uh, I always thought this was like, you know, trade periods like a rock concert where they start off with a couple of good songs to warm you up, go through like an hour of shit before they get to the bangers. Mm. Um, and this is the probably the the one that got you warmed up was Tim Tarano moved yeah. pretty early. Yeah, it's a good uh, trade probably on both sides. Like, there's a fair bit more that's going to happen on the GWS side, I think, than on the Tigers side of that trade. Um, I'm hesitant to say Tirano is going to be 100 plus mid because he's going to have the perfect role and all that sort of stuff because we've seen people with the perfect role at the Tigers still not do so well because of the game style that they play so I think there's still a little bit of I'd say trepidation Steve on how uh, how I see him playing out next year do you agree or do you disagree? I'm actually bullish bullish? yeah why? So tell me your bullish take. Oh, I just think when he gets that locked in mid, 
time, he's he's as good as it gets, and we've seen that uh, he can score inside and outside. That if you're going to be a primo fantasy scorer, that's what you want. And I actually, I was talking about this with Costa. I went down to Melbourne the other week, and I, I when I was looking at the stats for Richmond and GWS, they were really neck and neck in the middle of the park. And even at the end of the last year, um. There, there were guys like Cochin was putting out good scores. Presti, you know, you know when Presti mm. played, he put mm. out good scores. And I said, "Man, did you notice this?" Because he's a Richmond fan, mm. and he's like, "Yeah, something happened mid-year where they were playing a bit more traditional." And I haven't, I could easily go back and have a look at the team score numbers, mm. but, but this is just a you know passing glance sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just think he's a stud. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. There was so much competition at GWS, so I'm, I'm um, quite happy to to get in on Toronto next year. Yeah, okay. Do you think he'll keep forward? Ah, uh, maybe. I, I have no strong take on that, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. On the on the flip side of that, so the GWS side, who do you reckon gets the the upswing? I'd I'd say no one. Like this, and this is probably the silly take is like they've brought in pipes. Um, you know, Tim Serrano wasn't a locked-in mid. That's where we sort of like, yeah. he might get the forward status, he might not. Mm. Um, his average was fine. Uh, not as high as it's been, obviously, in years past, but there's still a lot of moving pieces. They just might drop as a team. Yeah. Like, look at what happened to Collingwood and Hawthorne. Yeah, look, it's a good point. Uh, I think it's... I, I feel like I have a similar point of view that it's... The same people are going to score well, and so it, it, they might shift slightly up. So I kind of think Tom Green's natural development will probably progress another year, and he'll probably sustain what he was doing the early part of this season more throughout the rest of the season. Um, and maybe I think last week you guys talked about Lockie Ash, for example. Like he probably gets more of a run in the midfield than he he did this year. Yeah, it's hard to say. We'll have a look at what shakes out with the rest of trade period. There's sort of talk about. O'Meara now going to GWS, so sure. um, yeah, that'd be like worst case scenario. Yeah, for yeah that's not good, not good. But I could, I could see them conversely moving, you know, playing someone like Cogs more forward again, and then just Callum Ward straight in the guts. Well, even they've got the kids coming through. They've got mm. you know Green, um, got Kelly still. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, really interesting. So, mm. bit to shake out, and definitely a big preseason watch. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 but I'm a bit cagey about the whole team. Anyway, Jaden Hunt went to West Coast Eagles. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Jaden Hunt. She can't. She doesn't know. <laughs> Baby Fizz is out. Oh, she doesn't Aww. like that. No, she doesn't like it. She's stern. Aww. Yep, very stern. We went. Uh, yeah, yeah. J- Jaden Hunt to the Eagles. Who cares? Like, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at with that. Uh, Acres went to Carlton. <laughs> I like how sure you were of that team. You're like, oh, it's one of the Carlton. There's, there's a lot going on in this house behind the screen. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, Cam can't see what's happening behind the computer screen and there is movement afoot. Oh, my goodness. Is there other pants? I hope so. Partial uh, pants. Partial, some pants. Some pants. Um, 
We yeah, who are we talking about? Blake Akers. The rebirth. Oh. The rebirth of the, the ninth club player, uh, Blake Akers. He's gonna be fine. Average, he had a great great average year. Eighty five. Yeah, he was fine. I feel like maybe Carlton are not as high a possession game style as Frio. Frio clearly played the kick mark game style, which is why you have guys like Andy Brayshaw filling the stats on the outside as well on, as on the inside. Plenty of marks to be had. Um, and Akers did build a lot of his score from marks and kicks. So, it'll yeah, their, their current guys, the guys who were there this year, guys like Lockie O'Brien, you know, didn't exactly put up big scores on the wing. They were like 50s and 60s, so it, it kind of depends a little bit. I, I'd probably be a bit cagey about if he's going to be as good as he was this year, next year. They've got good players at Carlton. I'd say they do. far more fantasy relevant. Not to free or bad, but like yeah. Sam Walsh, Chera, um, Cripps, others. <laughs> Doherty. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of gun players there. Yeah. But there's there's clearly going to be good opportunity at Freo. Yeah, I, I think going the other way, it's maybe a little bit better. Um, who'd they pick up? Freo picked... They didn't. So it's naughty season, isn't it? Nathan O'Driscoll uh, to run up and down that wing all day, I think, gets a pretty big bump okay. next year. So, uh, yeah, they've got, so far, Frio have picked up Josh Corbett. Oh, and Jackson. Ah, <laughs> marquee signing Josh Corbett and Jackson. Look, Gold Coast legend. <laughs> um, Josh Corbett, probably, it's another bout of who cares. And Luke Jackson, probably, this is the, the trade season where all of the good rucks get destroyed. All of them. Every single good ruck gets destroyed. So Sam Darcy is going to get brought down to earth with Luke Jackson, which we've just seen. Um, not brought down to earth, but he'll for sure have his ceiling capped a little bit. And Luke Jackson won't have the growth that we kind of expected of him when Gorn would retire in a couple of years' time. Um, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of don't see it as a win for fantasy coaches, that trade. Jackson? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. No one wants this. No, not a good, not a good. And they're like, oh, he's going to be a hybrid ruck mid, which I, I'm really excited to see that DPP come out. Mid ruck, mid ruck. It's a uh, yeah, I can't see it scoring too well. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not keen. Oh well, I just think it turns the turns the ruck table. Like I think we're probably already on the Tim English, Rowan Marshall, pending Saints moves Man. situation. And, well, if, if Lob goes to the dogs, it's Ron Marshall. Wait, and that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Well, we... Oh, and obviously... Rob. Riley O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. God, what a time to be alive. Damn, next day, Collingwood. I was going to say St Kilda. It just... If there was... Like, if, if AFL teams were political parties, St Kilda are the Democrats. Like, just completely irrelevant. That's... What? Completely irrelevant. The Australian Democrats. Mm. Irrelevant. I thought you were going to say they were like the the sex party. No. No. Isn't that what happens at St Kilda? I don't know. 
I always thought it was just a sex party. I don't. I don't think so. Mm. Anyway, what else we got? Dan McStay went to Collingwood. <laughs> Did he? Good for him. <laughs> Did sound like it was good for him. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, what do you end up getting paid? I don't know. Player salaries aren't public. Yeah, but sometimes they say you know it's roughly Chris Main or not Chris Main. Oof. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like they had a really good forward line this year in the finals. They unearthed that bloke Johnson. Is it Johnson? Oh, Ash Johnson. He was great. He was like he played out of his skin, and he's yep. still young. So I'm like, where does McStay actually fit? Yeah, I. I, I don't know. I found no, it I really a weird trade. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they could have put their money into something else, but I don't know. Anyway, they've done that. Liam Jones to the dogs. Yeah, oh, well, I'll, I'll leave you here. You've got a monologue for this, don't you? No. Oh, no. Oh, after 27 minutes of monologue, you gave up. <laughs> Liam Jones. He was fine. He was actually like a good defender. At yeah, he the, was um... the best one-on-one defender in the league that last the year that he done that do you, before. Do you know what he averaged in Supercoach? No, I don't actually. 69. Oi. <laughs> the defensive 69 is... Uh, is strong vibes. It's strong, strong 69. Yeah. Who, who uh, else we got? Zane Cordy went to St Kilda. Po- just poverty moves St Kilda. Yeah. yeah, no good. you got to think that's bad news for... Uh, Jared Leanert. <laughs> Who cares? Oh. Um, Griffin Logue went to North. Yeah, actually, I think this one's not... There's something to this one, I think. Uh, Luke Mack was really bad this year. Like, awful. And I can't imagine Clarko coming into that team. Well, first of all, if Clarko comes into that team. But I can't imagine him coming into that team being like, this is acceptable. <laughs> like, Luke Mack just... Ch- Butchering the ball from the defensive line is absolutely acceptable. Lockie Young this year looked really, really good as a distributor. He was sort of like, uh, you know, Kmart, Jordan Ridley from two years ago um, sort of effort. But I, I think Griffin Logue can complement that a fair bit. So he might lift his average 20-odd points and be a relevant D5 or something similar. Yeah. They, they need some help for when um, McKay just dies every other week. Yeah, yeah, 100% whenever he's playing Carlton. All right, Darcy Tucker went to North Melbourne as well in another barn burner. This is, like, what they've done here is take Jed Anderson and replace him with Jed Anderson (laughs) 2.0. Is it just a... You don't like the tuck? No love for the tuck? I do not honour the tuck. Um, I'd say it's if he's mid forward, maybe there's something interesting there. I think he played in defence this year when he played, so he might even come in as a defender. Uh, I don't know if his key position. Maybe there's some some love for it late in draft. But Ben Long went to our sons. Well, they have gaps in their halfback line, so who knows? But uh, I think this year he played mostly a lockdown type role, so. Probably not so good. Ben Long, let's have a look at him. 25. Um, there was a couple scores at the end. Mm. 
He did play some forward time as well, but um, yeah, some big scores at the end where he took 17 marks. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yep, that was a, a game where I think they moved um, Sinclair to the middle and uh, Brad Hill forward. It's actually really interesting these these last few games. Like he does the like I always say, if you can average eight like tackles or marks, you do pretty well. And he's got six marks and nine tackles, six marks, three tackles, five marks, three tackles, seventeen. Obviously, a bit of a bit of an outlier. We might not bank on that, but like you said, there's a lot of opportunity there at the Suns because Will Powell's gone for the year uh, with his ACL. I think, or well, that Bose is. Gone as well. Who's the other? Uh, Buderick's gone. Yeah, Buderick's gone. No, Weller. Weller, yeah. Well, he's he, he's playing on the wing. I know. I think it's heaps of opportunity there to, for a good distributor. Massive, massive opportunity. Yeah. I, I could take a lay floor and Ben Long. Yeah, okay. That's that's probably all you're taking, but it's mm. yeah. Uh, Tom Berry went to our sons as well to join the pressure forward ranks. They keep calling him a small forward. Isn't he pretty tall? I thought he was like 190 centimetres. Is that small forward these days? 185. Oh, man, tiny. Jared Berry's tall. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Tom Berry, fine. Not relevant. <laughs> no. Uh, we covered Corbett. Tanner Brune. Went to the Cats. Yes. Yep. He sure did. I think it's going to be great, to be honest. Not just because he's gone to the Cats, but because, uh, you know, Selwood retiring, I've been thinking that Parfit will probably get first crack as a mid-stalwart. But Tanner Braun in his draft year was touted as a highly uh, influential inside and outside midfielder. Like, he's apparently got that really good split game. Knows how to find the ball in both places, and he's better on the inside, but classy on the out. So, I don't know. I feel like if that's the kind of player that he's going to be, he hopefully they're not going to play him off the half forward flank like he was at GWS, and maybe he starts to get some midfield rotation as well. Well, he already got midfield rotation, but it, it wasn't a fair lion's share was it like it was it no was it was 20 27 which i actually i actually think if you're predominantly a forward it's actually a pretty good cut it's a good split um but i think he'll probably hopefully see that swing the other way so reduce the, the forward time increase the midfield time the tackle numbers in the first half of the year were pretty pretty good yeah and again he's super young and with geelong's forward line it's sort of like it's pretty locked. I, I, I don't feel like there needs to be a lot of change there. Yeah, he, he was the guy who actually came into consideration for my breakouts yeah, last week. Too. It was just hard to... I was, you know, when you're talking about incumbents at clubs, it's like it's like Guthrie danger. Like, no one's just walking in past these guys. Like, Yeah, for sure. But, you know, that third mid-rotation spot is gone. You know, yeah. so it's a... I think it's open and up for grabs, and I, I don't think Parfit's going to be the player that we kind of thought he would be three years ago. Yeah. Um, and so he may not... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Braun is in that rotation um, full-time by the end of the year. Probably a nice little late grab in your keepers if he's available and um, yeah, see where it goes. Sure. 
see where it sure. goes. Fair enough. Uh, Bedford went to GWS. I don't know who that is. Luke Jackson went to Fremantle. I feel like we touched on that. Yeah, I think we've covered that. It's just bad. <laughs> just bad all around. And you know what? Like, Well, Grundy's not at Colling- uh, Grundy's not at Melbourne yet. Yeah, that's true. If if man, Max Gorn could be monstrous if if Grundy doesn't make it to to Melbourne. Wowie! But by the time with this podcast is live, he's probably there. I would think. That's so. It's happening on Tuesday, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, that's fine. Yeah, we'll see if it happens. Will Setterfield went to um. Where did he go? He went from Carlton to Essendon, didn't he? Yeah, you can't think it's a good thing when the article that announces you've been traded says that they've increased their depth. (laughs) It's it's, it's tough. It's very tough. And it's probably about right, I would have thought. Um, I can't see who he goes past in that Bombers midfield. That's it. He had some okay games at the end of the year. Yeah. That's the tough thing is... I. I don't. I know they're chasing the inside, the big guy. Mm. I don't understand it. Like I would have thought you'd back your guys in who you drafted, but they just haven't done it. So Archie Perkins looks. Like, awesome. Not that he's tall, but yeah, he looks fucking. He's good, and and Ben Hobbs, unreal. Like I think Ben Hobbs is going to be a massive star, but it's like, oh no, we'll bring in fourth club player Will Setterfield to. Bolster, Darcy Parish, whatever. Strange. Yep. Strange. Birkins isn't that short, is he? I thought he was quite big. That's why he plays forward. But one eighty-eight, six-two. It's pretty good. Stone Cold Steve Austin height. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is there something in that? We'll check. So Setterfield one ninety two. I guess there's this obsession with the big guy, but anyway, he... it's just so hard to see it. Break. I mean, if there's a fifth interchange, he just comes in and fucking ruins everyone. Setterfield. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Okay. So rank. So cut. Like credit to the crows. When you're this bad at drafting, you just go the other way and say we'll trade out our first round pick. Um, I tip my hat to them. Tip my hat. Yeah. They just realized they had no idea how to pick a skillful player other than to let someone else develop them and then they'll just swoop in and steal them like the salivating dogs that they are. Wow. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that? I feel like you could go on and on. Oh, well, we're not doing the Adelaide bit anymore, so I'm just oh. giving them praise these days. Oh, is that praise? Oh. That's praise. Oh, praise. See wow. what I did there? Yes, yes, mate, yes. I don't know. Pick five for Rankin. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Is it? Oh, fuck. I don't know. They had to get the yeah. picks to get bloody... What's his chops next year? What's yeah. his name? Jed. Jed Walker. Walter. Yeah. He's, he was like bottom age All-Australian. Oh, really? Key yeah. forward. You see? He's like 195 centimetres, 91 kegs, 17 years old. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can't say it's good news for people like James Rowe or Ned McHenry, but yeah, 
I'd say it's just Rochelle and Rankin in the forward line pretty much locked, and probably on the Sun side, it's probably good news for someone like a Darcy McPherson or an Alex Sexton who gets more games next year because there's no one else. I reckon it's good for Rankin. Yeah? he's They'll have to give him midfield time. Have to. Yeah, I thought about that as well. If you're going to pay that much for him. Yeah. Like, their midfield's kind of... Like, they're workers, right? Mm. They're not the game-breaking... Yeah. I, I can't... Like, he got no time at, at, G, at Gold Coast, at our sons. They gave him wing time, uh, yeah. which is interesting. He was good. He actually scored really well. I yeah. When he played in the wing, but... Yeah. I don't know. feels like... If it's good for Rankin, I feel like he's still going to have a pretty low ceiling. I reckon he'll be like your F3 in draft. F3? Oh, maybe in Supercoach he'll be. Well, in Supercoach he's like fucking awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. What's awesome look like? 85, 90? Oh, well, I don't know. I had him. He was pretty good for the second half of the year. Mm. Mm. Yeah, his second half was like 94, 93, 89, 88, 102, 101, 95, 100. Well, then it yeah, went to wow. shit. Then it went to shit when they, I guess they figured he was gone. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> he had a patch. He had a patch. Yeah, not as good. Oh, he only averaged 60. Because oh, they have the zero thing in. Uh, he'll be cheap. He'll be cheap, yeah. man. He could yeah, be. he will be well, cheap. Well, he'll be your F5 then, I guess. Yeah, I think he'll be um, F5. There you go. Some Adelaide fan will take him in like round four. Fucking suck. That was a compliment though, wasn't it? That was a compliment. Yeah. Compliment. Very uh, pa- passionate people over there at uh, Chicken Salt Villa or whatever the hell it's called. Um, Junior Rioli went to Port. Port with a big win. I mean, it must be tough being a Crows fan just watching the other team just win. Yeah. I mean, not yeah, premierships, but... Everyone wants to play for him. Every single person that wants to be traded is being traded to port. They hate um, playing in front of big crowds. Hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Rioli just maybe replaces Robbie Gray in the forward 50. Fair enough. Uh, and the franchise, the last move through, the franchise signed yeah. a six-year deal. Yep. Good for him. Oh, was it? Is that what happened? Is he got a six-year deal. Six-year deal. Wow. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, and this may be the worst take ever, but I feel like he looks and plays like Dangerfield did when he was much younger and playing for the Crows. And I feel like he could be one of those gems in fantasy that gets mid-forward every year and averages you 90 every year, you know, and... He's never really, you know, later in his career he might go full mid. But for now, I think he could be that split and score really well. Yeah, it's a really interesting team to yeah. uh, go to, right? They seem to have a few of these types. Yeah, and that's that's it. It's sort of, you know, they were umming and about kind of, um, you know, Rosie and Butters and who gets the time in there and all that sort of stuff. And now you throw JHF into the mix and it's like, well, does that actually free them up to be full-time mid because he's going to be playing forward now and you know rotating with one of them i don't know man i'd just get my chips in on him 
especially in Supercoach. Yeah, I f- feel like, especially if he lands with forwards. If he lands mid only, he's dead in the water. But if he lands with forward status, I'd suggest he's worth a punt. Yeah. I'd say on the other side, though, I, I think someone like Curtis Taylor could benefit with him being out of the team. So you could get a higher midfield split, especially if Jade Anderson goes. Man, what well. are you like banging your mic or some shit? Why? What's going on? I can just hear do 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 like you're bouncing a tennis ball, like you're getting ready to serve. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the, I've got the windows open. I'm in a new room, uh, Steve. Oh yeah. New, yeah. Wow. New, newly renovated room from post floods. Jeez, GDS coming through with the quiche. Well, that insurance kick in, man. Ah. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Curtis Taylor could be really good for North as a result of JHF going out. How many games did he play the franchise? Um, I, tried to, I just went to Google. It 17. Like, yeah, like I, I think he had enough influence there. He, he had some CBAs and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm chipped. I'll I'll go him. I'll 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 have a crack. Chips have a in crack. On the franchise. Not not massive in Supercoach. Yeah, fantasy probably. It's just such a good team for fantasy. Yeah. It probably it probably brings wines back. So you know how wines towards the end of the um, year was actually pretty deplorable. Not deplorable. That's a really bad word for it. But he deplorable. Was, deplorable. Damn it. He, he came right back. Like he was averaging sort of ninety for a while there. Um, where as Rosie sort of transitioned into that more permanent midfield role, so maybe, maybe Wines was bad of... at the end of the year. His last three scores: one hundred and thirteen, no, one hundred twenty-three, one hundred twenty-five. What he a job! Very good through finals. Uh, yeah, very good through finals. I'm in my final, but yeah. Anyway, thought we were keeping this tight, man. I need to go get the kids ready for bed. Questions? We'll go through them quick. Oh my god. Ninja Spoon, does Soldo potentially leaving increased Nank stocks? Stonks will be... Man, he could be one of the only solo rocks. Add Nank to Riley O'Brien and whoever the hell else we said before. Frogger has like seven questions. Where do you place Dunkley's value in trade? I guess if you're trading in a keeper? Mm, yeah, it must be. Yeah. Still very fucking high. Yeah. Frio, the winners out of the Luke Jackson trade. Not the fantasy community. No. Do you think there will be a suitor for Paddy Dow, lol? I can <laughs> imagine the same club picks up Paddy Dow and Matt Crouch. Will the Pies land Fiorini and Tom Mitchell? Yeah, I think they will land Fiorini. And they might land Tom Mitchell. Matt Crouch, where does he land? Well, with Paddy Dow. Does he stay in Adelaide? No one wants him. Yeah. They'll just have yeah. to pay him pay him money and be depth. Uh, Frio, how fucking ugly are the Rucks going to be next year? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Greg, can we get a top th- three favorite media headlines quotes from Trade Week so far? Oh, I wish I had time to for this but uh, something from Tom Brown man he's just been 
unreal this trade period on fire I loved um, Matt Randell when they were like doing the list analysis of a team and he yeah. hadn't done any. <laughs> he yeah. just oh, really? freely admitted it. Oh, really? At least he admitted it though. And like... the other one was, the, other, the best one was when they gave away that it's nothing to do with football, but it's Koshy, so, <laughs> you know, get your, get your toes into that. Um, when they some lady won a prize on the TV show in the morning and they said, who are you taking? And she goes, my husband. And oh. she goes, why would you take him? <laughs> he has terminal cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, well... Oh. Yeah, that counts because that was in trade that, week. That has to count. That's the, easily the number one. The, <laughs> the pain you would feel. Oh, man. Just, oh, my God. Russ. How uh, screwed are Darcy and Gorn owners? Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, like, if if Grundy doesn't get to Melbourne, Gorn still massive. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the Nuffington Post, who wins and loses with all the ins and outs at the Cats? I'm sure Potato Bag thinks everyone wins. Everyone does win. I, I don't think it will change that much. There's only been a couple of outs, hasn't there? Dalhouse wasn't relevant. Uh, Selwood retired. Probably Parfit gets the bump or... Tanner Braun, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think we've been pretty consistent on on that. Uh, Meso, does this trade period so far leave that same feeling when you watch Back to the Future 3, left to wonder why and when it will end? Yes. Yes. Steve S, how many firsts should I pay for Sam Wiedemann? Six? I think it's at least six. At least six. Frio, why is Gold Coast? Hmm. What? Why is Gold Coast? It just seems cruel at this point. Yes. I, I, as a as a Gold Coast fan, I, I loved the um, the the, the mega trade because it just took the focus off our terrible trading for five seconds. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, Maddie, Maddie Randell, why does everyone hate me? The things you say, Matt. Yes. The things you say on Trade Radio when you're appearing on Trade Radio. Yeah. How does he get down from uh, Wodonga every day? That's what's got me baffled. Man, how does he have a job? Unbelievable. Don't, They're just like, trolling. They're just trolling, man. Surely. It has to be. It has to be. Uh, ads, your last check bounced for me listening in the off-season. What other forms, forms of payment are available? We Are we be... paying ads to listen? I think so. Oh man! Wow, tough. We'll uh, send our we'll send our people around. Some some remedy from butcher. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Joel, Joel, how do I draft Tom Kim? Pick one in a startup keeper. Sorry, what was the question? How do how do you draft Tom Kim? Pick one in a startup keeper. To Tom Kim, the the golfer. What? He's like professional golfer. He's like just come out of nowhere and just like killing it. In for AFL. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to pick a golfer, and I, I, I'm here for it. Should be more of this. Maybe we need a fantasy golf league. No one does that. No one. No one should do that. 
I just got my, man, my NFL teams are just in the toilet this year. Uh, Goulden features with Toronto and Hopper out of the GWS midfield. Who is the big winner? Does Kelly go back to being a full-timer in 110 again? Probably. Oof, could be. Uh, Greg, is Will Setterfield now the best three-club player, pipping Demons legends Scully and Tyson? Oh, what about Blake Akers? What about friggin' Jesse? Oh, yeah. Yep. So definitely Blake Akers. Wow. Uh, Greg also asks, do we have confirmation the rat Rory Atkins was involved in the GDC, in the GCS pick player dumping? Oh, man. In if my dreams. could be so lucky. In my dreams. It feels like one of those um, movies where they're like passing laws and they just attach that one like and no one notices and it gets yeah. through. <laughs> Rory Atkins oh. rolls up to like... God, Adelaide training day one. Hey, boys. Hey, guys, I'm back. <laughs> oh, shit. Three more years of this. Yep. That's oh, it. Man. That is it. There you go, Cam. You can go put the kids to bed now. Yes. Very good. All right. Thanks, listeners, for hanging around and having fun with another episode. All the mm, trades of Trade Week. There were some big ones and a lot more little ones. <laughs> So next week we'll wrap up the rest of the trades and um, something else probably. Something else. Mm, mm. We haven't done an ISO draft in, seems like, a year. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, some, some people can send through some ISO draft ideas and we'll do one. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, whoever it was who says do the porno thing every goddamn time, I think it's probably Russ. Probably Russ. What's the porno do, thing? He always wants to know about... Porn stars or something. The show? I don't know. No. I, yeah, maybe. Every time. Worst contracts I so draft. <laughs> oh my god. Worst contracts hollowed out by Gold Coast I so draft. <laughs> Jeez. David Swallow's got to be in there. Anyway. Man, how much money must that guy have made to hang around? <laughs> he hang must around. have all the money. <laughs> Good for him. What do, you, what do you do for work, David? Oh, I work, play footy for the Suns. Do you really? <laughs> uh, in his rocket car, gold-plated yeah. house. <laughs> Good for him. All right, listeners, thanks for that. We'll see you next time.